0: So our guest today is Josh. If you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us um, what you
1: do and where you live. Um, sure. My name is Josh Barron. Uh, I live in London. And along with my wife, I started a accessible clothing brand for medical patients. Uh, what that is, is clothing that has access points along critical paths in your in your body to allow uh, treatment without having to remove your clothing and be more comfortable, warm, and uh more confident in yourself during treatment. So, how did you get your job? How did I get my well, I started the company with my wife. So, uh, <laughs> involuntarily, I got it. I, I got it with through my wife. Really, we started the company together, and we just started it last year. So, we've been trading for one year now. Or technically, we started about eighteen months ago, and we've been trading for about one year now, online only, and trying to get our name out there and grow. Learning the world of e-commerce is a tricky one, for sure. So how did you even get the idea for it? So it comes from a personal story. So prior to COVID, uh, March 2020, I was in property development and investment. My wife was in marketing for a newspaper, but my wife was pregnant. And then unfortunately, just as COVID hit, she was diagnosed with breast cancer. So through my wife's own struggles and own pain and own difficulty, we realized that she was struggling like everybody else. Um, she, because it was COVID, she had to go to a hospital by herself, do her treatments by herself, scans by herself. It was a very lonely environment for her and one that made her have to rely basically all on herself and a few nurses that were there on rotation because of COVID people getting sick and not having enough staff. So over FaceTime, I was like, you have to get me something. Like I'm sitting here freezing. With her treatment, she had to wear a, a cold cap on her head to try and preserve her hair, which made her even colder. So she was wrapped up in blankets and towels. They weren't allowed to have hot water bottles because of health and safety. And I tried to find something online that was functional and fashionable, and we couldn't find anything. So together, we decided, you know, we let's, well, let's do, mostly my wife really, was let's do something about it. Um, so that's how we created it. We started looking into various options in the marketplace that didn't really fit the bill for a 29 year old woman going through, going through cancer, having weekly treatment twice a week. So we had to, we had to create something fashionable, functional, and warm, comfortable. Um, and so sort of gives people back their dignity during treatment, which is a lot they lose, they're sort of seen as a patient and not as a person. And that's a real focus for us that we would like to focus on the person and not the patient.
0: So as of right now how are you getting the uh, word out is it more B2B or B2C like what does that look like?
1: So in in terms of sales it's mostly B2C we are focusing our efforts of, originally it was completely organic for the first I'd say 8 9 months of of our sales it was completely organic with Alexia promoting the product on social media via Instagram Facebook and TikTok um she managed to build up a, a following of about 20,000 people on t- on TikTok about four thousand people on Instagram and growing. After then, about eight, nine months, you sort of sort of saturated the organic growth and we started to look at uh advert through meta, which we um started in about when was it, February time, um, for the advertising via via Facebook and Instagram.
0: So have you have most of your salesmen the UK or a lot like in the US or what does that breakdown look like for you?
1: So at the moment, our breakdown, I would say is about 75% in the UK, um, about 10% US, 5% Canada and about 5% Europe as well. The the issue we have in Europe is because our lovely country decided to exit the the European Union, people in the EU are reluctant to pay the, uh, the import tariffs that they have. Subject onto them when buying from the UK, whereas places like America, Canada, Australia have a much higher uh, tariff level before before uh, taxes are have had to be paid. So so yeah, so because because our demographic is mainly the UK, we've been trying to target people in that area. But subsequently, you just you do get the overlap of of the US of the US market too. So what as of right now. What does a typical day look like for you? Ah, I I don't have a typical day (laughs) with with my wife and and two children and the business. There's never there's never a typical day. You never know when you wake up. You never know what's going to happen. But but in general, it I would say it's more my wife focusing on the marketing and the networking, and myself working on sort of the back end of the the website, manufacturing, uh, and the financial element of, of the company as a startup and as people just you know learning as we go on it's it's really at the moment day to day learning new things picking up new things and try and trying to grow as we go
2: cool so uh, by the way what do you think uh right now, right you are solving many problems and uh what do you think uh what sort of problems you are going to solve in next six months
1: the next six months so at the moment our our line is of line of clothing is is fairly restricted in terms of the uh, in terms of what we have available at the moment we have a a crew neck sweatshirt and we have a hooded sweatshirt too what we found was that a couple of issues one people wanted a lighter collection which we are bringing out so uh, a lighter sort of t-shirt athleisure uh, product and also a fully accessible product whereby when you are having treatment you can take the, the sweatshirt off completely which is a completely unique product that we have found that no one else does. And we've, we've designed to create access for people that are in wheelchairs, people that have mobility issues, so they can comfortably have treatment and uh, be comfortable in
2: self. Okay, so my uh, question is around the board, uh, like, how do you plan on growing your business?
1: On growing our business, I think it's trying to target wider audiences. Uh, at the moment, because my wife's Story and network and understanding is really in the cancer community, especially in the breast cancer community. It's hundred percent. We our heart it lies lies in that community, and we want to help that community the most, the best we can. But we know there are so many other communities out there: people with Crohn's disease, people with mobility issues, people with MS, people having to go through dialysis, people to having to go blood transfusions. That are all set having the same issues and the same struggles. So it's about trying to reach that audience and reach those people to to make them aware of the product. It's a really tricky one when it comes to marketing and it comes to advertising Mm -hmm. because there is no button to press on meta saying dialysis or cancer treatment. Um so it's really trying to understand what people need and where these where people are looking for solutions and trying to address those and, and attribute that to, to those people. I know the people we work with now is it always, and everybody else says, you know, let, let Meta's algorithm work. Let Meta's algorithm work, test the market, run a few tests and, and see how the algorithm works. So we, we did that originally and we, we did find really good results, but then it sort of, it gets saturated and then you have to find on to another, a new audience, a new target audience. And that's, that's really the hard bit of getting, um, of growing the company
2: okay so i believe uh you you have one more challenge maybe than others uh first you need to make awareness you are going to spread awareness and then people are going to know okay so this is something important for us we yeah. we, we, we this this is gonna facilitate us maybe people are not even thinking about it to buy something exactly. like that yeah so yeah, yeah.
1: that that's that's for sure an education element to to our products and that that really comes in the uh content of our marketing and being able to capture people's attention and show them exactly what our product does within the first couple of seconds of our of our um marketing strategy and that and that's also a tricky one to create the right content for our audience it's you have to be very aware and very knowledgeable and very understanding of what people are going through we're not we're not selling sunglasses we're not selling yeah. an iPhone case we're selling something that really means really means something and really can help people but we have to be careful in 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 our approach to that we can't have an aggressive approach to it because people are going through enough as they are going through treatment and we have to be aware and understanding of that too
2: yeah obviously in your in your case education is is a must thing and I believe technology can help you a lot in in this case like in today's life it can help you a lot in uh spreading the education uh spreading the awareness why to use this and what's important it's important even uh because people are most uh like picture oriented or video oriented they, they are their tendency is more towards the videos and and the pictures so uh probably you might have to make some awareness videos some awareness images sort of like this so this will be an addition into your marketing team like <laughs> marketing team will yeah. have to first do some awareness campaign then they will be going for uh some uh other aspects for sure so okay uh i believe uh this uh this business really needs technology and you are already yeah, you, you you already have a website a, a good website so uh, what do you think what 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 are your pain points like still have let's say you still have these pain points in terms of technology
1: our website is an interesting one. So we actually were originally on wix and what we found was that was it was sufficient for when we were growing organically but the second we tried to start marketing and paid paid advertising on meta the uh analytics and the feedback from wix was was not good enough it wasn't quick enough and it wasn't accurate enough at all so we moved our website onto Shopify and we got a much better understanding of our audience a much better understanding of the, of the channels and the, and the funnels of where people are going to and where we're losing people and what people are clicking on. So that, that, that was one pain point we were for sure experiencing, which we overcame another pain point in terms of technology I have to think right now is cause right now it's just myself and my wife as the team. That's what that is our company. So mm-hmm. we, we do bits of everything. So we are integrating different p- parts of ai and trying to grow our our awareness of our company in terms of i don't know simple things like using chat gbt to help us write mm-hmm. blogs and to give us marketing ideas and strategies using ai to adapt our images to create more uh awareness around our campaigns from, i don't know by changing the images slightly u- u- using things like stable diffusion mid journey um so yeah. it, it is fun having having that element of creativity for sure um yeah is helping to learn. A lot. yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's not easy it's not easy to, to take an existing photo and edit it via these five it's much easier to type in whatever you want if you're creating something but it's 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 getting there it's getting there slowly for sure
2: okay okay so uh by the way again uh, i was talking about uh the mid journey so uh don't you think so like uh um, you can use it on on permanent basis and uh by the way do you, do you are you using uh subscriptions of
1: mid journey so i i actually just recently subscribed to mid journey because when it first came out i was using it for free and then as it started growing i started realizing it's just impossible to use it for free it doesn't Effectively, the <laughs> servers are constantly busy and overloaded, so you had to pay for it. So I did, I have paid, I have a paid subscription, but I haven't, I haven't, I wouldn't say used it enough to warrant the fee just yet.
2: Okay. So, um, uh, moving ahead, uh, let, let, let me know uh, what do you owe to your success?
1: I would say it's the personal journey that myself and my wife have gone on these past three years and wanting to help others that are going through the same difficulty we know how lonely it is and how hard it is on families and friends as well as the person going through treatment and we want people to be able to help each other and be able to feel comfortable dignified and strong during treatment in our in our clothing we've we've created a tagline inside with words of encouragement to the people that are wearing our clothes just to make sure that they know they're in the community they know their love they know they are people are with them during their during their treatment, because it's really it's a really lonely process that people have yeah. to go through. Um, it's a re- it's one of the most difficult things people have to go. You know, it's it's one in two people now that will get cancer. Um, it's a very scary fact. So the fact I'm sure people that will be listening to this and people that you know will be going through their own diagnosis and their own treatment. Um, and we just want people to to be aware that. There are products out there that can make you feel more as a person and make you feel more yourself and not just mm. another patient on your doctor's list or another person in the ward. You are, you have your own personality and you don't lose that during treatment, which a lot of people do, unfortunately. And it's just, I guess it's a, um, how would I say it? It's a, uh, survival strategy of, of just trying to get through, you know, it's, but I think we feel like our, our clothing really does help people mentally. And there's a real link between your mental health and the physical and your physical health in terms of how you react to treatment there's a real there's a lot of studies out there and there's actually one called enclosed cognition uh, which shows a relationship between how you dress and the relationship between how you react to treatment so it's a real, a real interesting topic we, we came across when when starting this business.
0: You mentioned starting this business and I think that you mentioned earlier that you came from the corporate world. so what was that jump? like for you you know give a good corporate job and now you jump to do this like what did that look like was it scary like what made you feel confident to make that leap
1: it's a it's a it's a funny one because everything sort of lined up for it because covid started i my boss and i both our wives were pregnant so we actually closed the 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 office early we closed it in beginning of late february beginning of march so everyone thought we were we were crazy and that we were uh pessimists and we ever we thought and but but we were we were ahead of it so we started that we i was working from home and then as my wife's treatment started i didn't have time to work i was a full-time carer i had to be by her side the whole time so i was put on in the uk we had something called furlough whereas in the us i think you had um what did you guys have where where, where the well, government subsidised? Fur-
0: no yeah we had furlough we had like um basically checks that we got like uh yeah COVID checks or whatever
1: yeah yeah so so we 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 had the furlough scheme where we were paid a certain amount a month so i was put on furloughs or mutually agreed furlough so i had the time to look after my wife at the end of the day it was sort of i i was already not working so it was less scary to take that jump to create our company to, to go forward would i have done it whilst i was working i think i still would have done it but I wouldn't have fully committed into it. I think I would have been would have been a sort of a, a side hustle almost, rather than being a fully committed uh, business.
0: Can you describe what that's like being fully committed? Because I think that so many of our listeners are, you know, people like myself, people who are like, afraid to make that jump. Like, what are some of those benefits to being like fully invested as opposed to like, what I call side hustle?
1: It's not easy. <laughs> it's a scary one. You're not. You're not. You're not getting your monthly paycheck you're not getting that income your cash flow is coming in it's it's a real scary time because you're not when you start a business and i think online it's very glorified that you start a business and you start making money straight away and you see all these crazy tech valuations and you see people in their headlines making millions and billions and that that's a select few of people the rest of us are working and churning out day to day and not earning anything. And you're really relying on your strength and re- and persistence to, to get that company going. So, it's, I mean, on one hand, you're in control of your own destiny. You're in control of your own time. Um, you can figure out your working hours and you can, you work in, in an environment you may want to work in instead of in the UK, a lot of people go in and out via the tube, so you'd have to go on the tube for an hour or so, but it's, it's not all uh sunshine it's it's a hard graft and you have to be willing to take that um that commitment and and risk to knowing that you might not earn anything for the next couple of years but at the back end there might be a a a nice a nice um nice surprise
0: so where do you see things going if we're about to have this conversation in let's just say two or three years like where do you see things going with your company
1: so we we have projected a year on year growth for sure we are definitely in the middle of, should we be raising money? And if we should be raising money, how, how do we go about that? Is that via equity? Is that via crowdfunding? Is that via debt Is that via a loan? And each one of those sort of dictates where our path will go, because it's either, are we going to try and grow the business to sell it, or we're we going to try and grow the business to keep it within the family and keep it as a, as a sort of a family business that can sustain our lifestyle and grow to where we want it to, but still retain all the equity and still retain the control over it. I think there are pluses and minuses to both for sure, especially in this market now, very very inflated interest rates or not really inflated, probably back where they should be in real in real terms. Uh, but we are we we definitely envision Port and Bello growing to become a household name within the medical community, for sure. Definitely. That's
0: awesome. And just to wrap what advice do you have to somebody who's thinking about being an entrepreneur? That has this concept, this idea that you had, for example, and wants to do something?
1: You know, what advice do you have somebody to, that wants to get started? Just try it. What I mean, especially if you're young. When I say young, you know, I'm twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one. It's it's that's where my journey started for, for this business. And if I didn't try it, I would never have known. And I think I think I think that really is really is a key. Just try it. Just start. You don't have to go full guns blazing. Invest your whole life savings into it, and 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 stop your whole life for, for what you want to do. You can ease into it slowly. Nothing's going to happen overnight. But just I would say just start is the is the key thing. Just start. Sounds great. Well,
0: Josh, thank you so much for your time. We're rooting thank you. for Porto and Bello and wishing you the best of luck. And hopefully, in a few years, you know we chat and Porto Invela was a multi-million dollar company. So thank Sounds you so good. much for
1: your time. Thank you very much. It was great to meet you guys. Thank you. Have a
0: great rest of your day.
1: Thank you. You too. Bye.